0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And, of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And today, I am broadcasting from simply beautiful fall time Atlanta, Georgia. Guess what? I am so grateful that you have made a decision to join me from all over the world. And if you're listening to the show today guess what? It's a setup. I really believe that the Spirit of God has attracted you here so that you can receive the downloads, the answers, that one aha insight or revelation that you've been seeking. Well, I hope that you are having a great day today. It is simply beautiful here in the ATL, and it has been magnificent, all week long i'm looking out of my window right now and uh, fall is certainly my favorite time of the year and it's just been so beautiful really crisp and cool mornings and it gets to about 75 degrees and I'm loving it. I'm looking out of my window and some of the leaves are turning and uh, just so grateful. Guess what? I'm grateful that you are listening today and that you have been listening. Uh, Thank you so much for your emails. Make sure that you email me to let me know how much this show is really, Uh, shifting and changing your lives, you know, it's so encouraging. Uh, I just received an email from a young lady. She says, I've been listening to you for 12 years. I I said, girlfriend, I haven't been on the air for 12 years, uh, LOL, and But she said how when she first began listening to me where she was, but now she has uh, released a relationship that did not work for her. The person was um, uh, an alcoholic, and God bless him, and uh, she has started painting again. She has her own, um, what do you call it in Europe, her own flat And uh, she is just loving life. And, you know, it is the will of God for us to live life and really live it abundantly. So please email me at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com and let me know how much this show is shifting and changing your lives. And so also, there are some wonderful guests, uh, excuse me, some wonderful hosts on the network. I think we have a couple of new hosts, so you might just want to uh, take a look at the other hosts on the Law of Attraction Radio Network and uh, take a listen. What well, I'm going to be teaching today, you asked for it and you got it. Uh, uh, people are saying they wanted me to teach more and here I am. So today I'm going to be teaching on the law of attraction and relationships. So I'm going to be talking to three different groups. Single people who desire love married or couples who are in a committed relationship who want to enrich their relationship or make a decision as to whether or not they want to stay in that relationship and people who have been hurt and and you're just like I ain't even thinking about no relationship or maybe you've been widowed divorced Um, really turned off by relationships, and and even though you were created for love by God, you just sort of been turned off. So those are the three groups. I'm talking to everybody today, male and female. So I want you to open up your spirit. But before we get to that, I wanted to remind you to follow me on social media, Instagram and Twitter is LOA Constance. Facebook is Coach with Constance. And you guys know that I do a Facebook Live every Monday morning. Sometimes that changes at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You know, I got an email the other day, and somebody else said to me—I'm paraphrasing—they said, "Constance, I know you coaching, but are you still counseling?" And, and uh, my answer was a resounding yes. But I thought about that email, and I know I talk a lot about my coaching, but not a lot about my counseling. And uh, I started reflecting back, and I looked at some of my emails. And this is what I've been getting. Constant. I'm feeling isolated and lonely during pandemic. I am seeing the cracks in my marriage or my committed relationship during the pandemic. I'm feeling the grief and the loss of a life that I had, my business, my friends, my social life. I'm feeling depressed, I'm overeating, alcohol and drugs, anxious and fearful, and what I realized was that people are really searching for help, and and so the answer to that is yes, and so I wanted to remind all of you that, you know, for the past 25 years, I've been in private practice where I did one-on-one individual counseling with couples with individuals uh 10 years i conducted therapy support groups around healthy relationships codependency addiction a walking through grief i've taught so many classes and counseled so many people on walking through that grief and you know Grief is just not the death of a loved one. It might be in your own thinking the death of what you thought was, the death of maybe working for the airlines and you're no longer doing that. How do you walk through that? That's a major transition, etc. So, if you're feeling like you're really needing some counseling, please email me at Constance at dot com, and of course, uh, we'll do a twenty minute discovery call. What is this? What is a discovery call? It's simply where I'm listening to you. You know, what do you want? What's kind of going on with you? And then, you know. You'll make a decision, and I will make a decision if I feel like we're a match. Just this week, I had someone who contacted me, and I just felt like they were not a match. And I said, let me refer you to someone who would be more like what I feel like could really help you. Uh, I always say that, you know, having a safe and vulnerable place to go Is so important because I know that you're only as sick as your secret. So when you hold stuff in about what's happening, you know, in the way you're feeling, because we all have been feeling some kind of way. You know, you guys laugh at me, but I've been feeling some kind of way. And that's why I go to my mentors, you know, at least once a week to really get some insight, some enlightenment, uh, some uh, some motivation. Some revelation. So, yes, I'm still counseling, so let's make it happen. You guys can visit my website. I'm counseling and coaching. You know, counseling deals with your past, maybe some unresolved issues that have arisen. I've got more uh, clients who are married or who are in committed relationships because what's happening, uh, the two people are at home and they're, they're normally working. And so now, what was sort of pushed under the rug is now rising up. It's coming up. And uh, yeah, a lot of that is going on. So, uh, whatever you tolerate will not change. And I tell a lot of people some stuff you can't pray away, you need to work through it. And as you work through changing your behaviors and your thinking, That is your prayers being answered. I would love to partner with you. Visit my website at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Okay, people, drum roll. I'm going to be talking about the law of attraction and relationships. So you guys already heard who I'm going to be talking to. So that's the whole world. That's all of y'all, right? I'm going to be taking some excerpts from my book, Attracting and Manifesting Genuine Love, Releasing the Old, Changing the Now, and Creating Your Future. But let me just make a generous statement. This is for everybody in those three groups your choice in relationships, no matter if it's a romantic relationship, your relationship with your children, with your family, your relationship with work has been created and formed and designed by what happened in your childhood. And so... Or what's in your soul? So we know that your body, soul, and spirit. Your in your soul is housed your memories, your past, your ways of thinking, your will, your decision making. Somebody uh, calls your soul your subconscious mind. So your body, soul, and spirit. Everybody, see that, and so people are making choices. All of us are making choices about relationships and about everything else from our soul. And so, if you have a lot of unresolved issues, a lot of stuff, a lot of paying a lot of negative patterns you're going to be making choices from what i call a wounded soul if you do not take the time to really take a look at your choices In relationships, remember, we're just not talking about romantic relationships. We're talking about relationships, period. Then you will keep making the same choices. You never choose any higher than how you view yourself or how you see yourself. I can tell who you are and how you feel about yourself because of your choices in relationships. And so I know some of you are saying, oh, my God, Constance, you know, I thought you was going to talk about the law of attraction, and you're talking about about childhood. And this is what I tell people. By the time we are six years old, Our core beliefs about who we are and what we can do, be, and have usually have been pretty solidly formed on the inside of us. Isn't that amazing? If in your adult life you do not begin to recognize, I don't know if I believe that or not, or I'm tired of making that same choice, then you will keep making the same decisions. So that's why I ask everyone who I'm talking to today, take a look at your mom. Take a look at your dad or the absence of your mom or the absence of your dad. How did your relationship with your mother and father really begin to form your choices in relationships okay i'll talk about me i grew up with mom and dad a very strong powerful awesome dad he he was like uh the patriarch of our community when it when it was time to pay taxes on our land everybody would come to my dad to get assistance when it came to making major decisions about our land because we had air property everybody came to my dad my dad was a forward thinker he was the chairman of the deacon board in our baptist church and for all of y'all don't know what that is that's a power that's a powerful man and so That was my dad, but my mom was quiet, sort of insecure, and uh, my dad took care of her. Uh, My mom's job was she would go in and clean people's homes, and if mama got tired, my dad would say, Polly, come on home, so mama would come home. And my father would care for her. When my dad died, he left my mom uh, well off financially. And we grew up, we were not rich at all. We owned our own land, but my father was, um, he was just a, a powerful saver, and investor. But when my dad died, my mom didn't really know what to do with herself so i didn't know all of this was forming me because your experiences remember your soul or your your soul consists of your memories your childhood your will your mind your thinking and your core beliefs so in relationships with men i tell people if you don't really do your inner healing, you will choose one parent and you become the other. So I chose men, which I didn't know, who were very powerful and I became like my mom. I needed to be rescued. I needed to be taken care of. I needed to marry somebody who was rich because I couldn't make my own money. Uh, That's why my uh, ex-husband was 20 years older than me. So I'm just using me as an example on my job. I didn't know how to say no because I was a people pleaser. I wanted people to like me. I wanted people to validate me. I did not know how to set boundaries. So when it comes to the law of attraction and relationships, however you see yourself, whatever your core beliefs are in your soul Will be the choices that you make, and you can tell how you see yourself by your repeated patterns. Do you always choose the same kinds of friends? Are you the one that has to have all of the answers? Are um, are you the one that's overly responsible, etc.? So you can always tell what your core beliefs are are what what's really housed in your soul by your choices and i'm telling you now people are really awakening to the fact that Hey, I'm doing, I'm in this pandemic and I'm alone. Why do I have walls up? Why do I just shut everybody down? Why have I allowed that hurt from 15 years ago not let me trust people? Why don't I trust people in relationships? People are really waking up to wow, I've been in this loveless relationship. Uh, he or she feels emotionally unavailable he or she has an addiction he's addicted to his games she's addicted to i don't know shopping and so since we have been i'm not going to say forced but i can't think of another word since we are at home since we are together the real deal is rising up and people are, are having to make a choice They're having to come out of denial and realize what is it in me because it's always inside of you. Your life is just, your life is being pushed out and it's a reflection of what you believe, what your core beliefs, feelings, experiences, thinking is in your soul because you make choices from your soul. Wow, I didn't mean to go that far. But but that's the deal, folks. And so I am getting calls from people who are just in loveless relationships. And I might be getting ahead of myself, but a lot of times you are in a relationship with a person who cannot give you what you desire. He or she, they don't know how to love themselves. So how can they give you what you want? And so I'm going to read some, this is for everybody still. In part two, I'm going to break it down individual. I'm going to talk to single folk. Then I'm going to talk to married people. And then I'm going to talk to people who you just, you ain't thinking about no relationship. But Dr. Caroline Leaf said, we're wired for love. And you know, even, even in the Bible, whether you believe the Bible or not, the in Genesis, it says that God saw man and God said, it's not good that a person should be alone. And I don't care what y'all say. During pandemic times, people are feeling lonely. They're feeling isolated because we were created to be connected, to be social, etc. Thank God for Zoom. Thank God for Skype and, and FaceTime and everything else. But we were created to touch and to be loved and connected. Look at little children. When you see a little two- or three-year-old and you meet them for the first time, you may say, come over here, Johnny. What are they going to do? They're going to run to you and embrace you. But when you've been hurt or when you don't trust people or when you've been living from your wounded soul, you have walls up. And I tell people, boy, you put your walls up. You're you keeping people out. But, boy, you are lonely and isolated and by yourself. You don't trust people. You you leave people before they leave you, etc. cetera. So I'm just going to read to you some, not all, this is from my book, some characteristics of codependency in relationships. And I just want you to shout hallelujah when I, I say, mm-hmm that's me, oh yeah, you know, and, and, and see if you can relate to this, just probably about 10 to 15, uh, you think and feel overly responsible for other people's feelings, thoughts, actions, wants, and needs. Is that anybody all the way out in Australia? I see you. Uh, you're so focusing in on the needs of others that you, you anticipate their needs, but you're not in touch with your own self. You feel safest when you're giving and you don't even know how to receive. You find yourself attracted to real needy people. You want to help them. You want to save them. You want to rescue them and change them because really the principle is you don't feel good enough enough for where you are and who you are to really attract a healthy relationship. Remember, we're just not talking about romance. We're talking about friends. We're talking about in business. I remember I used to be always the smartest one in the group, and I'm like, what's wrong with this picture? And I realized that subconsciously I was making choices to always be around folk who needed. They needed my counseling. They needed my help. They needed my insight. But it was only when I healed my soul I did my I did my inner healing. Where now most people in my inner circle are, are a lot heck smarter than me. Etc. All right. See if y'all can relate to this. You overcommit yourself and you don't know how to say no. You're looking for happiness outside of you, and you're wanting other folks to validate you. And when you overcommit, you give, 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 and then you get mad because you're saying, I'm always giving to people, but nobody's ever there for me. Um, What else? You desperately seek love and approval. You are a people pleaser. And even when you want to say something, when you want to say your boss, absolutely not. I cannot work overtime tonight. I need to go home because I have a dinner party planned. You'll say yes instead because you want to be validated and you are a people pleaser. That kind of behavior comes from a wounded soul. Uh, You believe that you're just a big giver and people are never there for you but you're there for them. <clears> that the, in relationship you you have to prove that you're good enough that love has to be earned. Just who you are is not enough. I know of a situation where the woman did she's she's dealing from a wounded soul and so she feels like well I've got to be fit, I've got to be a great cook, I've got to be really exciting and stimulating sexually i've got to be funny but still that person still did not accept them because she never believed that just who i am right now is enough another another characteristic let me see those hands over there in europe are you center your lives around other people You look for relationships where you have to give all of the time. You stay in relationships that don't work. You're in denial. You're like, okay, he's going to change. She's going to change, and it's been 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. You stay in relationships that don't work. Who would do that if you have a wounded soul of abandonment? My mama wasn't there for me. My daddy wasn't there for me. And I'm going to stay in this relationship because you have a fear of loss and abandonment. I'm teaching today, y'all. You feel trapped in relationships. You tolerate certain behavior when you know it's not right. Possibly your boss talking to you any kind of way or a friend Uh, Or you may have a friend that every time they call, they just say, hey, Mary, you say, hey. And then they just go on about their lives without, without even acknowledging, well, how are you doing? Because you teach people how to treat you. So you keep letting people hurt you. Okay, anybody, let me go to another continent. Africa, can you relate to anything? You value other people's opinion other than your own. Uh, You usually put the interests of other folks first and you just, what you abandon your own soul. I tell people it's kind of like if you have a house and you don't cut the grass. Okay. Let's just say on the block, everybody's grass is cut. You cutting everybody else's grass, but your house, the windows are knocked out. uh, You know, the, the grass is high. Weeds everywhere. You've abandoned your own soul so that you can look after the needs of others you have a difficult time saying no cuz you don't want to hurt people's feelings etc i think that's all i'm going to say so can everybody see how if there's not a healing of your soul of your beliefs of your what happened to you in childhood of your uh, patterns. You see, in my life, I didn't know that I was making making those choices subconsciously. I, y'all forgot to go to break, but I'm going to go after this. I, I, I had a man and I was working with him about a decade ago and he always, he didn't know how to say no to women. He always chose women who were dominant. He was so sweet and so kind. I'm not saying he's perfect, He was so sweet and so kind, and those women just treated him like a D.O.G. I mean, they just took his money. He He was afraid to set boundaries with him. And what we discovered was that he became like his father, who was very docile and did not want to upset his mom, and his mom was very dominant. And so when we began to go in and to work on his soulish issues, which were image and changing those core beliefs, to, you know, I, I, do, I, I do have a right to be respectful. I can say no. And we, it took us about six months to work on that. And because you never choose any higher than how you see yourself or what your beliefs are, after we did that inner work, or after, after he did the inner work, you know, he chose the most beautiful woman. And that's why I say, and this is going to be the last thing I say before I go on break, that I can tell who you are and how you see and view yourself by your choices. And that's why many of you who really want, talk to my single people now, who, who really want to attract love. You don't ever want to attract from a wounded place. You want to go in, heal your soul, and then get at a higher vibration using the law of attraction and attracting somebody on your level or higher. Hey, y'all, this is so good. I'm going to listen to it myself. So I want you to sit with what I just said, because I said a lot. That's almost... 25 years of my counseling and coaching experience so i want you to sit with that and then when i come back i'm going to talk about how you can heal your soul and then i'm going to talk to the three groups single people people who are married in a committed relationship and people who are just saying i ain't thinking about no relationship i've been hurt I'm you know, uh, no constants. i'm not going for all of that i'm talking to to all three groups so everybody stay tuned Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Okay, everybody, I'm back and I'm really excited. I just love giving people... How tos. You know, in part one, we were talking about uh, the law of attraction and relationships. And we know that we're just not talking about love, but we're talking about your relationship with your family, with your coworkers, with your friends, in your business. A no man is the island. We were all cre- uh, created to be connected. So I just love giving how-tos. We talked about how you really need to heal your soul. I'm going to go into some how-tos with that. I'm talking to three sets of people to singles, to people who are married or in a committed relationship, and to those people who send Constance, I don't I don't trust people. I'm just by myself. I tried that, been there and done that. I'm gonna come to you later. Group three. So we already know that uh, it's an inside job, and that when you're changing your subconscious and healing your soul, you are really changing vibrations, and everything that you attract is from the inside out. Now, the law of attraction simply states, and I'm breaking it down, is that whatever your dominant beliefs, feelings, and thoughts are whatever you focus in on, you vibrate that out and it goes out into the universe and it attracts like. And so whatever you are feeling about love and relationships, you attract that out and you attract a like vibration. That's why sometimes codependent people attract codependent people. It was so funny. I remember in one of my groups, one guy said, Constance, I can go to a dance with 100 women and I'm going to choose the one that's dysfunctional. Now, we laughed about that, but the reason he was attracted to that one, because that is who he is. Remember, it's who you are. And a lot of people say, I won't love, I want regret great relationships, but then you attract who you are, not what you want. The Bible says if you want friends, you got to be friendly. So whatever you dominantly believe, feel, talk about, emotionally live in, is what you're going to vibrate out and you're going to attract that. You cannot manifest anything different in relationships in the same old vibration. That's why we are healing your soul, healing uh, that subconscious and reprogramming it. It's a universal law. You have to be a vibrational match. You attract who you are, not what you want, and it's all about being. If you feel great about yourself, then you're gonna attract other people who feel great. Everybody got that? So let's talk about your subconscious mind or soul. Let me just go over that just again. I think I forgot to mention the imagination. But we said that some people see your soul as your subconscious. So in your soul, in your subconscious, it it would be your imagination, your will, your beliefs, your memories, your thinking, your emotions, etc. And we know that the subconscious is very powerful. It takes everything literally. So if you believe that you're not enough, your subconscious said, okay, If you believe the sky is pink, the subconscious, said, okay, it records everything. It's not a logical mind. It's a feeling mind. So whatever you feel deeply... it's hard to attract love or all of my friends they just take from me whatever you feel whatever mood you predominantly live in you're going to get more of that the subconscious is always in the now so that's why if you really want to change your soul or your subconscious when you're in the now you begin to shift your thoughts and your feelings your subconscious is mostly moved by images and emotions. And y'all, this is so powerful. This is the great news. It don't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined. So what would happen in your life? And you would begin to imagine yourself in great relationships. Imagine yourself getting along with your family. Imagine you're, you're and your husband or you and your wife having a great marriage. We know that that subconscious mind, is, it, it controls or determines 95% of your behavior and decision-making. No, I can't trust that person. No, remember, it houses your members. I remember 15 years ago when I got close to somebody and they hurt me, etc. So essentially, you can begin healing your soul or reprogramming your subconscious uh, around relationships just by beginning to think and say, I'm ready for love. I'm ready for Great intimate of relationships, etc. This is a great example of how powerful the subconscious mind. I had a client about a decade ago, and when she was a little girl, she used to go with her dad. And her dad owned a lot of rental properties. And but the dad, when he would when he would go to these rental properties, he had a girlfriend who lived in one of his properties, and he told the little girl, "Now you stay in your car and don't tell your mama." So she did that year after year with her dad. Long story short, when she became an adult, that particular image experiences were stored and housed in her subconscious mind or in her soul. And guess what her belief is? You can't trust men because they always cheat on you. And so she didn't trust men, uh, every man that she attracted, cheated on her, etc. That's just a great example. So, how can you begin to heal your soul or change your subconscious? I mean, just imagine, what would your life look like? That just tells you what a powerful creator you are. And really, it's good news. You might say, Constance, all of that stuff you read at the beginning of the program, I'm all of those things. Well, you should be saying hallelujah because you can change them. All right. So, what's the first thing? You gotta identify what your patterns or your behaviors are that you want to change around relationships. You gotta take a look at, you know, um, why, how do my last relationships end? Uh, what, what kind of people do I choose what kind of friends do I choose what what's in my childhood that really made me shut down in relationships etc so identify what your patterns behaviors are I'm going to say a lot of y'all need coaching or counseling you need to go deep kind of like my client who saw her dad uh cheating on her mom, she didn't know that's why she was choosing those kinds of men, but some of y'all need to go deeper. You need to find somebody, if not me, you need to find someone who can help you shift and change your paradigm, shift and heal your soul from some of the stuff that's on the inside of you, because when you're coaching or counseling, what are you doing? You're shifting and getting in the vibration of what you desire. Many of you need to attend and connect with support groups, share groups. Y'all know I'm so big on that in the areas of inner healing, codependency, and relationships. It's so important my life changed, here I go again, my life changed when I put myself in those topic-centered groups that help me with boundaries, self-esteem. You know, guys, you know, all the stuff that, all the inner stuff that you have going on. Okay, you need to read books while you are doing all of this. If you're single, you need to get my book because part one is the, is the workbook. Everybody see that? So that's That's the beginning of it. So you are identifying what your beliefs are. What do you really believe about relationships? Do you believe that you can't trust people? You can't get too close. People are never there for you. You do all of the giving. So as you begin to get coaching or counseling, you begin to listen to uh, great stuff on YouTube, on codependency, you are shifting and reprogramming your subconscious. And guess what? You need to do it again and again and again and again. You need to do it repeatedly because remember your subconscious or your soul is is most impacted by emotions, repetition, images, etc. So you are finding the old beliefs and you are adopting new beliefs such as I am healed, whole, and lovable, or who I am is enough. Or I deserve love and I'm open for love. I'm open to receive love. Uh, you may even think and meditate on, there are unlimited relationships to match my healthy vibrational frequency. Somebody said to me, well, you know, men outnumber women. Now, women outnumber men. I said, really? You might need to check the stats on that because someone told me that globally, I told her, if you're thinking just in your area, that might be truth, But globally, I think that men outnumber Women, and what does that have to do with anything anyway? Because if you're in the vibration of love, if you're in the vibration of friendship, it's a universal law, y'all. It's like one plus one equals two. It has to work. Or you may uh, be thinking a new empowering belief, you're not just thinking it, but you're feeling it. You're replacing that old negative subconscious programming with there is love all around me and I'm open to receive it. Everybody see that? So you're replacing the old beliefs with the empowering ones and you're really challenging every limiting belief about what you could have in relationships. You're repeating your new empowering belief about love over and over and over again. And what you're actually doing is you begin to spend less time focusing in on your heartbreak, what happened to you. Well, my best friend, I trusted her five years ago, and that's what happens. And, you know, so are you going to live in your past? You know, I made a decision Uh, some years ago when I really got hurt in a relationship, you know, my my thinking has so changed on on that. I'm going to say that when I, when that relationship no longer was on my vibrational level, you know, I realized that I was focusing so on the heartbreak, I could not begin to see the bright new future that God had for me with all of these other wonderful relationships with family, friends and love that manifested in my life. And so when you're focusing in on and rehearsing heartbreak and the past, you cannot create something new in the old vibration. All right, and so, so you're becoming actually more loving and more kind to yourself. You can begin to end codependent relationships. Somebody said, well, we've been friends for 20 years, but so maybe that relationship has served its, its season in your life. I mean, I've had to do that. It's nothing wrong with the other person. It's just your season and your time with that person has finished. Uh, Other practices that you can begin to implement in order to heal your soul, as you adopt these new empowering beliefs, you'll begin to see yourself uh, receiving love with emotion. Uh, You'll begin to believe with images that you're worthy of love. Uh, You start repeating that over and over again. You start thinking and feeling that you are a love magnet, because you begin to live in that vibration. So that's just a quick summary of how you can begin to hear your soul. For me, it took some time. You know, I think that therapy and counseling has got a bad rep, and I get that, but Man, I just believe in getting people in and out. If you're willing to do the inner work, you have the Spirit of God right there healing you, shifting, and changing you. So let me speak to my first group. I hope I have enough time. All the married folks are committed folks. you got to ask yourself um, about your relationship. Let me say this up front. The only person you can change is yourself. Stop trying to change, coerce, preach teach, or motivate your spouse. Change yourself. Some questions you might want to ask yourself, are you in a happy relationship or a loveless relationship? Are you happy? Do you feel that you are expanding or growing? Do you feel that you are living your purpose in that relationship? Do you feel uh, that there's mutual respect, great communication? Are both people committed? That's big etc uh i was helping a couple and he wasn't committed she was doing all of the work and he still wanted to run around like he wasn't married and she had to make the decision hey it takes two baby uh and she eventually made that that decision so you have to sit down and come out of denial to see if you really feel that in this relationship, that there are not things that you should not address. I mean, do you feel disrespect? Do you feel intimidated? Do you feel like you're being controlled? Is there jealousy? Uh, do you feel overly responsible for his or her happiness? And there is never a reason for physical violence. I've, I've had women tell me, I said, well, did he hit you? No, Miss Constance, he didn't hit me. Well, he shoved me shoved you or pushed you against the wall. And so you've got to sit down and come out of denial. So if you feel like that you have a great relationship, I would say some things that would keep it alive and really interesting. You know, forgive quickly, make sex a priority, make sure there's great communication. Uh, share your financial expectations. Have a spiritual connection. Forget, I think I said forgive quickly. Have a date night. And remember to focus in on the good in your partner. You know, sometimes if you're living with somebody, if you're married, and maybe they just brush their teeth the wrong way and you're like, ugh, that just gets on my nerd. But what about the other great things about the person? I heard somebody say, in a marriage, you, you're always going to get 80%. But a lot of people will leave that marriage because they're trying to find the 20% instead of focusing in on the 80. I'm just saying. Okay, so after we have healed our souls, that's for the married folk. Uh, after we've healed our souls, single people, when you've healed your souls and you reprogram y- yourself, you already know that the first thing you have to do is attract from the inside out. You have to be the thing that you want. That means that you have to be loving your life, loving who you are, and not looking for nobody to make you happy. A man or a woman can only bring to you more more of who you are. So some questions you might need to ask yourself. How can you begin to uh, position yourself for love? I would have you to take a look at your past relationships. What were some of the common patterns, behaviors, and choices? How, why did that relationship end? And... Um, what do you feel like you need to do in order to become the person that you want to attract? Because you have to be the thing. You have to be loving to receive love. You have to be disciplined in order to attract that kind of a person. Everybody see that? I think you have to decide what do you want? uh, What characteristics do you desire? You have to be those characteristics? What attitudes and behaviors do you need to change? And then I would tell you that begin to change your thoughts, your words, and your images, and begin to act as if you already have love. Y'all need to get this, my book, Attracting Genuine Love for Singles. Uh, You need to love yourself and then take inspired action steps. I went through that really quickly, but I guess the main principle is you have to be love. You have to already be loving, be kind, etc. Okay, we're talking about the law of attraction. Everything we're doing is putting us in the vibration of what we desire. So all of my people who say, Constance, I ain't thinking about love. This happened to me 20 years ago. I'm divorced. I'm widowed. Will I ever find love? I would say to you, you got to ask yourself some questions. Are you really happy being alone? Maybe you have uh, been really hurt. Uh, Are you holding any kind of unforgiveness, unforgiveness, I got that out, against anyone? And how is that impacting your life and your your well-being as a person? We know holding rejection and unforgiveness really impacts your quality of life. And is it worth it? Do you feel that you are living your life fully? And could it be? And maybe somebody really hurt you. You feel like you can't trust again. But I have a question for you. Have there ever been times in your life when you let somebody down? Hmm, I can put my hand up. And I believe that if you are trusting and if you begin to make a decision, I think I want to begin to take baby steps and have the courage in opening myself up to people. I'm going to let my walls down because can't nobody let down your walls like you. You have to make the decision that I no longer want this. I no longer desire this. I want to be connected. I know so many people who have their walls up Can't nobody get in, but baby, behind those walls are isolation, depression, and loneliness. And you were never meant to be like that. So I'm going to say to you, really uh, do some of the principles that I shared, especially about healing your soul. And from a healed place, I believe that you will begin to just maybe get little glimpses of, hmm, I think I might join this book club or, hmm, I think I might join this soccer team because, guys, my male listeners have experienced the same thing. As a matter of fact, I found out that when a man really falls in love, and he loves, when a man falls in love, he loves deeply. He's going all the way in. He said this is it, and when he gets hurt or rejected, it takes me a while to really heal because many times I love you guys. I just threw you a kiss. You get back into relationships too quick. You, you, you know, you, you start dating quickly, you know, all of the above instead of just healing that wound in your heart. So I'm talking to everybody. So in summary, I know I rushed y'all, but I was trying to get it out to you. I, I, I laid down some really profound nuggets for you. In summary, with the law of attraction and relationships, you attract who you are. The best thing that you can do is to really heal your own soul reprogram your own subconscious, shift and change paradigms, and begin to live in the vibration of love, of joy, of what you desire. Now, that doesn't mean that everything in your life is perfect, uh, you know, I don't know anybody's life where everything is perfect, but you're going to begin to look for all of the love that's around you. You're going to begin to look for all of the joy that's around you. And remember, God is the one who even came up with the idea that it's not good that man should be alone. And when you begin to get in the vibration of love, loving yourself, I'm I'm a living witness and and even a lot of my clients, the spirit will begin to connect the dots for you. The spirit will be behind the scenes, rearranging, orchestrating, setting stuff up for you talking about a setup or a hookup. Some people say, hook me up. I have one guy, every time he sees uh, maybe somebody on my social media page, he'll say, is she married? Hook me up, Constance. Absolutely not. But you're talking about the spiritual hookup. But you know, right now, you may not even want to be dating, you know, someone because of where you are vibrationally. So that's why it's so important that you take the time. It's kind of like they say on the airplane when they say put your own mask on first and then those of your children. And so you're loving, you're caring, and you're nourishing yourself so that you can be your best self. Not a perfect self, but so that you can be your best self so that you can begin to vibrate out and attract your highest good. This was so good. (laughs) I'm going to listen to it myself again and again. Well, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, As I said at the beginning uh, of the show, if you're interested in counseling and you need someone to help you walk through you know, just those really maybe deep places in your soul. Wow, I know I certainly did. Maybe some of those hidden places. Don't be ashamed. A lot of people say, oh, I was so nervous before I started coaching with you because I've got to tell you something. And usually when they tell me, I've heard it like a hundred times. But you have to decide if you are worth that investment. I know for me, You've heard me say, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. I was just tired of making the wrong choices, and it has nothing to do with the outside. Just think. This time next year, you could have so many different healthy relationships. You could be engaged. You could be have great friends. Uh, let's believe by this time next year that we'll be able to get together. You know, you could have gatherings. There could be laughter in your life, in your home. Just imagine what your life would look like in the area of relationships, in business, even in business, how you see yourself and how your soul uh, perceives relationships, even in business, is greatly impacted. People can feel when you don't trust people and they don't want to purchase from you. They don't want to buy your products, goods, and or services. Okay, guys, email me at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com and go to my website, uh, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. You can purchase my book, Attracting Genuine Love. You can also get it on amazon.com. Uh, let's go ahead and do that discovery c- call so we can start partnering together. It will be just for 20 minutes. And share this with anybody who you know who's struggling, who's lonely, who feels isolated, who feels rejected, who might be feeling hurt in the area of relationships. Is that everything? Yes. Just this week, expect for the unprecedented uh, goodness, favor, and healing power of God to flow in your life, I want you to make a decision and have a great week and believe and say that something good is going to happen to you and through you this week. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.